Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we provide unasked for audio commentaries to Star Trek episodes. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. And I'm Minwan. Minwan is here. So this is part two. Fortunately. Part two of our weeknight, our weeknight adventures. <laughs> yeah, we we'll somehow record. managed to get together two Tuesdays in We're a row. We're recording on, in, in the middle of the week. It's amazing. Uh, I love it. It feels weird. Good. Again, without it does feel weird. Philippe and Aaron. Aaron like you're touching off. yourself with your non-dominant hand. Sort of. You yeah, know, you sort of did you just listen to the episode we I just did. posted? Yeah. Is that why you brought that up? Because you yes. talked about it on that episode. <laughs> you something's going on. No, over no, there. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, how long was Pon Ponfar? I don't think I got. I it. told you, 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 you it's have every to seven, it's every seven no, no, years. How long does it last? Until you until bone. You, until you get uh, it out of your system, yeah. you gotta go bone somebody. La- lasts as long as it needs to. As long as it takes. But if you don't do it too long, so you if die. you're just loitering around, oh, thinking it'll go away on its own, Matthew, it doesn't work like that. No, it's just gonna get worse, bro. Matthew McConaughey, you better watch out. It's not bro. like a cold. It doesn't just get better by itself. Let's you start the episode. <laughs> we are here to watch season three, episode twenty, "The Way to Eden." This is a this is a famous Star Trek episode, just because of it's. The hippie part of it. It's the episode where they meet the space hippies. Space hippies. So there is 50 minutes and 46 seconds on Netflix. Sean, punch the triangle. Three, two, one, punch. Punch. Beautiful. Space hippies. Do they ever meet ice pirates? They have never met the ice pirates. Okay. That would be a great crossover episode. I'd like to see that, though. (laughs) <laughs> you know how comic books Dark do... Trek meets the Ice Pirates. You know how comic like books do a lot of that? Like, comic books do... Um, Crossovers, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did, they've did. they done Star Trek meets the X-Men. What? That's weird. They've done Star Trek meets Transformers, mm-hmm. which makes more, more sense, because yeah. the Transformers are, mm-hmm. you know, from outer space. And they're also real, like, b- good. So I, w- I would love to see Star Trek meets the Ice Pirates. <laughs> They've done Scooby Doo meets the Harlem Gold Globetrotters. Sure, that makes well, sense. Gilligan's that Island makes met everybody. Yeah. Now, who's not Uhura? Oh, is there a not Uhura? Oh, is there a not Aren't Uhura you this week, yeah. Sean? You're 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 the master. You're of usually that the guy who has the IMDb stuff up. Yeah. I don't Did you know. not I don't notice know who not Uhura I'm, is? We shouldn't lay that all at your feet. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I, I take it. It's fine. It doesn't take a whole lot of. <laughs> it's just traditionally your doesn't role. Doesn't take a lot of. Now. Doesn't take a lot of time out of my busy schedule <laughs> <laughs> to look shit up on no? IMDb. Oh, okay, uh, Sulu's looking very striking today. He's got everybody like little... looks good in season three. They've definitely figured out the look of the show. The guys, at least, all the characters, at least, but the sets look. The sets look garbage. janky, but they got the makeup and the hair and all that down. Yeah. Yeah, and not necessarily the guests starring aliens and stuff. Well, either. maybe. I mean, sure. I, if you'll recall the, the placemat armor from <laughs> Il- Ilana Proyas. <laughs> well, they're going to make up for it in this episode. You didn't like that? I thought you, I thought you loved that. I mean, I thought it was resourceful. Oh, sure. You know, I've seen, you know, middle it's Because they'd spent all the money on the other dudes, and they didn't have any money for the guards. That was my argument. Well, that lady had a lot. There she oh, is. There she is. Oh, wow. That Very is striking. Not Michelle Nichols. It's like a negative. It's like a photo. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Her hair They're is from just that planet. a structure. Oh, did the Enterprise just murder people? No, they, the ship blew up. 
They're, they oh, actually rescued do them. It. You know what I heard about uh, Scotty? That he does a lot of the voices for the animated show, that he's quite a talented voice actor. Yeah, that's true. There they are. Oh, whoa. Hello. Space hippies. <laughs> oh my hippies in space. Hippies in space. These people were trying to get to Burning Man. So if Philippe were here, he'd want me to ask for him for the, regarding that guy. Here. Yeah. Carpet the, and drapes. The, <laughs> drapes. 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 Keep scaling. You're watching <laughs> season three, episode 20, The Way to Eden. Original air date, February 21st, 1969. We're still in the 69s. Yep. Nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll be until the end. Nice. A group of idealistic hippies led by an irrational leader come aboard the USS Enterprise. Minwin, what would you like to guess the out of ten stars? I don't stars? know. I don't know. Just I guess. Know. Min doesn't like the pressure. Just that guess. Five. Eight point one. Eight point one. Seven seven. Wow, that's a wide range of guesses there. But Minwin is the winner. Yes. Five point six. Oh. See, wow. I thought just because this episode is so famous, like everybody knows the one where they meet the space hippies. I thought it would be higher just for recognition. I think the Trekkie nerds hate it so much. They bring it down. Yeah. I just threw that number out there. It was like a random throw at the dartboard, I have to be honest. That's just like the story of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) We need a song to sing when the hippies do their song. (laughs) Good morning. What's a famous hippie song? Uh, Aquarius. It's the dawning of Aquarius. Now there, yeah. look at that guy. That, see the guy oh with the God. cross in his hands? Dude, didn't we have to do a scene like this in the Shakespeare group? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. Yeah, I was going to say. Pass, a, pass around the clap. Who's the girl with the hoop? Uh, uh, Chekhov's old girlfriend. <laughs> one of them is. I can't remember. The one oh, with really? The, the one with the midriff is, really? the, is the girlfriend. Oh. The one that's standing up. What is her role here? What do you mean that, that's his girlfriend? They knew, they each, knew other each other. And she knew each other. Before she went off to be she a She went hippie. to be a hippie, but she, that one. Back she on. used to be, a, she's this Russian, and they met in Starfleet. Oh. This is, this is literally a grizzled 50-year-old <laughs> television writer going... Yeah, fuck. fuck. What if I write one about these fucking, fucking hippies? hippies. These it's damn 1969. Kids. Look what's drawn on this guy's forehead. And he's got, he's a, got a he's got a hard boiled egg on his chest. <laughs> I mean, oh, they all do. <laughs> they all have the hard boiled egg. I didn't even notice that guy's ears before. <laughs> oh, the, 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 they're like the Buddha head, ears, like multiple, the bald guy. He's yeah, got like multiple, lots of ears. Yeah. See, they all have the hard many egg. lobes. Well, when oh, you get hungry, Aaron, oh, I'm so sorry, Aaron's not here for this. This is amazing. Look, he's this got, episode he's was got a, built for her. a bat, a bunch of grapes painted <laughs> on his forehead. Uh huh. That no, that lets people know you're free. Yeah, okay. I mean it is. It is. It, it, you know how we talked about how ham fisted the the one with the black white guy and the uh-huh. white black guy was. This one is equally ham fisted no, in I, its metaphor. I have to a, stand up for these hippies and their hard boiled eggs. I would be wandering through the desert and I would have like a random. These, I bet if you were at Burning Man, you see bar. like five hundred of these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I bet sure. people cosplay as these characters <laughs> at Burning Man. They would they would only dream of it. Yeah, that that would be amazing. Do people cosplay at Burning Man? Uh, they definitely do. They dress up. I, I bet people would dress I don't up. I think like it's these cosplay. I think cosplay. it's just normal getting it's just out. Who they are? Yeah, it's who they are on the inside and letting it be on the out. So they don't dress up as famous things. They no. dress up as their own fantastic interpretation visions. of whatever. Yeah. I see. What you I, mean. I actually have seen some people uh, aren't running around dressed as. Spider-Man. I have seen some Captain Jack Sparrows. You know, they uh, they they normally strike me as being a little creepy, though. Yeah. You know, they, I I don't think I would trust someone dressed yeah, as Captain Jack. Sparrow. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I I I get the feeling that those that's guys... a little like uh, rapey. <laughs> Rapier? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like if you're dressing up like Jack Sparrow, something's going on in there that you know. <laughs> Did you catch Jacobs? Well, we were. I was ripping on an old joke. That He's we made, made that joke oh, before. Yeah. Rapier. Well, uh, that's new to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was Jake's finest moment that, on this podcast to date. Uh, that hard-boiled egg has a like infinity, infinity symbol. symbol. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like the uh, yeah the children of the infinite ovum. <laughs> It's the uh, the infinite uh, cup of giving or something, the tankard of <laughs> Melchior. Bestow your blessings upon Samantha, the hoop bearer. <laughs> I am the hoop bearer. Those so nobody watched this one. Ridiculous. Except Sean watched like half. Yeah. So do you correct. remember what their deal is? They're trying. Uh, I believe, if I'm correct, they're trying. Oh, wait, he's about to say it. We want you to take us to Eden. They're trying to get to Eden. My question is: Does this entire episode take place in the transporter room? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, are we going to use more of the set? When they want to make fun of Kirk, they shout the name Herbert. Yep. <laughs> That's what they call him when they want to mock him. The perfect hippie. Like, you're such a Herbert. That is. <laughs> Interestingly Herbert. enough, Herbert. Her- they're literally shouting Herbert at him until, in shame, he, he flees the transporter room. <laughs> These hippies are bullies. Yeah, they're mean. I sort of identify as a hippie, though. I self-identify as a hippie. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I I don't know if I would be as extreme as these guys, living all uh, nature-y, natural, and uh, free. Um, But yeah, you know, there's a certain ideology that I'm, I'm into. Well, and again, you have to remember that this was written by someone in 1969 mm, sure. who clearly thought he had something to say about uh, the youth culture and where it was taking this country. Um, he had to walk past a bunch of hippies on his way to yeah, work. Yeah, like there was a park. <laughs> and he'd be grumbling all, to himself by the time he made it. They were all hanging out in the park they were across the street. Men, like right Reefer. across the street from Desilu, like on the other side of Melrose, was a park. <laughs> and every day as he pulled Full into the studio lot, hippies. he just saw a bunch of fucking hippies. And he thought, good thing I write for a television show. Because uh, I'm going to, I got some stuff to say, baby. Would, would, would he think we're hippies? Oh, yes. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Look at there us now. My dad thinks I'm a hippie. <laughs> really? No, not really. No. But I mean, he's, you know, he's we're dad. pretty different people. Mm. Sure. He's more um, traditional. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. he's, uh, you know, you've met my dad. Mm. He's, uh, you know, he was 
the high school, the quarterback of his high school football team. Mm. You know, he was like, he's that guy. Mm. He likes sports and, you know. So it was hard for him to understand your love of oh, he was Star Trek. Completely Star Wars. bewildered. No, actually, Star Trek's one of the things we have in common. Oh, really? He likes Star Trek a lot. Oh. Probably I started watching it because he did, you mm. know, because I, I can remember watching this as a little kid. Oh, he watched it before you did, and he got you onto it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that must be true, because, yeah. Oh. He probably liked uh, Kirk. He does. You know, my dad's... I'm making him sound like he's some meathead. <laughs> he, he's he's a huge reader, and he what loves... What does Herbert mean? He loves science fiction, and the Lord of the Rings books are his favorite books he's ever read in his entire oh, life. cool. So, I mean, he's not, like, you know, some... Guy who doesn't Heathen, read book. you know sure. what I mean? Like jarhead. I lost track of my sentence halfway through it. There, sorry guys. <laughs> no, he's a perfectly you know well-read, literate guy. But he, we just didn't, we did not have a whole lot in common coming up as I was coming up. Because mm. I think dads back then were like, "You, my son, will play sports, right?" And oh my god, those boots! Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's good. got thigh highs. Good, good. <laughs> Let's change the subject. Sorry, and they're singing. Aren't those? This thigh- is the number. We need a number here. Aren't those thigh highs like uh, really popular this now? This is the dawning <laughs> of the day of Europa Four. <laughs> the day of Europa Four. That I just avoided copyright yeah. <laughs> infringement by you changing to, no, the, the, the there. Now it's officially parody. You Weird you Al. By Weird Al laws protect me. Weird laws. And on a minor key, so the melody is not the same. Europa Four. Europa Four. <laughs> <laughs> Not my strongest lyric writing hour, but that's okay. <laughs> Behold, it is Samantha works, the Hoover. Oh, it's no one. Now. This is a point I was making on Twitter about the TNG costumes. People like to wear outfits where it's just the men, where it's just like a thin strip of fabric down <laughs> the front of your chest and nothing else. No other clothes on your upper half. And here we have men wearing skirts. We were saying on uh, one of the earlier episodes that the. Uh, the, a lot of the women were wearing very short skirts. Yeah, well, they're hippies, man. This yeah. is, you know. Free, free, free balling. Free loving. Mm. Free balling and free loving, man. <laughs> no robots here, thank you. Yeah, these are all These are people. all real people. Those ears aren't real, but <laughs> that might be, those might be robots. And they're not clones either. Are you saying hippies wouldn't love robots? I'm sure they would love robots. Yeah. There just aren't any robots here. There just aren't any here. robots here. Yeah. Okay. What do you think these actors were thinking when they went into wardrobe and makeup? They were thinking, yay, I got a guest spot on a TV show. And then uh, I can pay my rent this month. Okay. That's what they were thinking. That's that's probably a very... uh, They were thinking, this is what you want me to wear? Did the check clear? Fine. I guess I will be wearing this cut-up quilted comforter. I will. It sounds that is, like <laughs> that is literally just a cut up quilt. Yeah. It sounds like you spent some years scraping through uh, the bottom of the Hollywood. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're a working actor or a wannabe working actor, this has got to be good money. You take what you get. In the future, the grooviest thing you can do is wear a crocheted duvet, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Were they? Lo- oh, nobody knows. Were they lovers or were did yes, they just? Yes, I were? think so. Chekhov yeah. is so maybe spited like, right now. Maybe they he loved her, but they weren't. I don't know. I'll be honest; I don't remember. No, see, nobody knows. He is upset. 
I don't have we ever done an episode where none of us had watched it? <laughs> Was that side boob? We're heading there. Yeah, we will. <laughs> At this we're, rate. Full speed ahead. But that's so. not what we're about, guys. There are other podcasts for that, you know. Yeah. And if you want to hear that, <laughs> yeah, if you want real know, analysis of Star fine. Trek, holy crap! This said is, that, we've said that. Is not the podcast for you. No, yeah. we've said that from the very beginning. In in the early episodes, <laughs> the intro used to include us saying, uh, "Of all the thousands of Star Trek podcasts in the world, this is one of them." <laughs> and if you and if you want to know about Star Trek, pick yeah. one of the other. Yeah. So, I I love the brutal honesty. I appreciate it. That's what uh, keeps people coming back. Like you say, I it's mean, all about like it's Trek. all about authenticity. Mm. If you're this, not, I you're, think, is kind of a fun episode. I mean, you know, at least stuff. The, the uh, we haven't talked about uh, the guest star Charles Napier. Oh. What? Well, what what do we know about this girl? Uh, let's see. Let's look at her. She looks like she could be on West Side Story. Mary Linda Rap. Rappelli, Rappelli, Rappelli. <laughs> Should have changed her name. She was 20... Sometimes a bad name. 24 at the time she was doing this episode. 24? If you were her agent, Matt, what She's would you have recommended? Kansas her? City. What's her name again? Say it again. Mary, Mary Linda? Linda Rappelli. I would have named her Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. What kind of name is that? She's in The Proposal. Uh-huh. That was the last thing she ever did. She's still alive. What's the proposal? That the, the Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock. Oh, it's rom-com. a rom com. Didn't they remake that? Aren't I they? They that. probably will. She's not been very much. Uh-oh. Oh no! Now the hippies are fighting. Always with the revolting. Guys. And the guy with the orange hair. The orange, yes, Mr. Orange Hair with the big uh, ears. No, 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 no. no. Oh. That guy's bald. <laughs> That's ears. The one who was singing and playing the crazy oh, with the cross blue guitar. Tunic. Yeah, that is Charles Napier. Yes. Behold, it is Melchior, the, the listener. <laughs> yes, I am the listener. Why do they call you that? Sorry. <laughs> Are we just gonna keep making big ear jokes? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Jason, I got one bullet in my gun. I'm gonna use it. Wait, I hear, <laughs> I hear Samantha coming. She's the hooper. Guys, if you didn't believe acting was hard, look at the job this guy what has What if he to just do. put his hand up to his ear and just went, <laughs> eh? I'm sorry? Eh? <laughs> you don't have to speak up. <laughs> These don't work so good. You would imagine big ears could scoop sound better, so he should be able to hear. Yeah, you would think he would have super hearing. Yeah, super hearing. That's right. <laughs> Come on, guys. There's physics at work here. Yeah. Makes sense. Surface area. I mean, come on. Sound waves, surface area. Do the math. (laughs) This outfit, though. I love it. I love it. I have to say bold, bold choices. Do you think anybody said... Guys, that looks like a hard-boiled egg, right? <laughs> it's not just me. Don't say anything. Is it supposed to be? But is that <laughs> surely one of the sound guys to the other sound guy is like, can you believe that? But here's egg? the English major take on it. It's just their interpretation. It's a fertility it. symbol. Uh, no, the the Star Trek uh, communicator badge right there. That man, that's have. not. You're a sad English major. <laughs> Everything's a fertility symbol, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. An egg? How much more on the nose so do you want to So when you're make? talking about fertility symbols is the one time men doesn't bring up uh, sex. Masturbation? Uh, Ponfar? You know, I uh, in in the intermission. I mean, their, sim- their their hand signal is like, look at the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Sully trying to get it on? Yeah, he is. Go for it, dog. Come on. The, so the what's happening? I think is that the hippies are wait, wait. hitting it off oh. with the young and single crowd on starch on the Enterprise. She's holding his hand. Are they here to teach she the Enterprise crew love? Hard boiled egg. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's how they get pregnant. And Kirk, who has no problem banging every robot, clone, or alien <laughs> he encounters in the galaxy, yeah. gets weirdly prudish about this whole well, thing. Well, he, does, he doesn't like hippies. He's the anti-hippie. It's because yeah. of that guy Stand in the in. blue. He's like, he's, he's like um, the guy from Mad Men. He's like, yeah, I fuck around with lots of different people. Don Draper? Yeah, he's the Don Draper of this episode. He's like, uh, he's weirdly like prudish. I don't approve. About the I don't approve of all of these changes that are happening in society. I mean, he would totally be into the free love, the the hippie. You'd think, yeah. right? I mean, although he's it's a, not like he's shy. He is a captain. Hmm. So maybe he does like a little bit of order, a little yeah, bit of structure. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he doesn't like he likes it to be in control. That's right. He doesn't like it when shit doesn't go well. Hippie yeah, ship. He likes to be able yeah. to bang whatever woman he wants. He doesn't like the idea of the women <laughs> yeah, having that same be. choice. Yeah, it should. There be. you go. The women have too much choice. Ah, uh, they're 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 not part of the patriarchy. <clears throat> so this guy's saying, I don't even control these people. They're just my hangers. Wow, what a Zen thing to say. He's like, they make their own choices. Is, is he the main guy? He's the leader. <laughs> that guy? I, yeah. Is the main guy. I had no idea. He's the leader. If he's I, their leader. If I wasn't the main guy and they told me Although to put he claims that he's outfit on, I would not be as dignified as he is right now. It's clearly just a bed cover <laughs> that's been sewn together yeah i mean so is but as you can see the 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 drapes don't match the carpet here i mean he's giving a perfect literal drapes he's giving a perfectly decent performance none of this is no he's very serious he's very solid he's in the uh that same actor is in uh the nazi episode oh he plays one of the nazis oh does he yep that's actually a really cool design on the cape I thought you were going to say it was a cool design on his head. So did I. Well, That's exactly what I thought he was going to say, too. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a flower. It's, it's a flower. It's a pretty flower. What's, Actually, what's so bad about the pretty flower? I was in Burning Man. I have to tell you guys. So they, uh, you, when you're in Burning Man, sometimes you'll get like your Burning Man name. You know, it's like a uh-huh. nickname that someone spontaneously gives to you when you're just randomly traipsing through the desert. And, and so I was, I had, I was hanging out with someone. Some some woman somewhere on some car or something, and she gave me the name Flower. So I'm I feel I feel a little closely associated with this guy, I suppose. And that would be. Are the sort you of allowed to politely decline the nickname, I, I, or are yeah, you required sort of sucks, right? by the rules of Burning Man yeah, to accept I, the name? I think you just have to accept it. Yeah. What happens if another person comes along and gives you a name? The, I don't think that's your first name. Yeah. Oh. You know. 
sometimes. But how do people know if someone says, I'm going to name you Flower, and you're like, somebody already named me. I don't think that's the name you would have given yourself. Yeah, just as long as it's, I, it's someone else giving you the name. The first person to give you a name. Arthur got a really good one. He got Big Sparkly Fucker. Oh, <laughs> that is a good that's one. That's a good one, right? Good one. Better than Flower. I think he was... Uh, more accurate. <laughs> It is accurate. It is he accurate. is a big sparkly fucker. Especially when he goes to Burning Man. He loves Burning Man. I think it's a very uh, open and imaginative place for him. And for people in general. Every time you or Art or Nate or Nate yeah. start telling stories of Burning Man, mm-hmm. I always think, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I well, always think I'm so fucking glad I'm not a burning yeah, man. I like to hear your stories. Yeah, I have no that desire to go. Sounds horrible. horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. Not uh, some people. Hundred percent, Matt. Totally me. on your side. If you love horrible. air conditioning, you will not like Burning Man. Yeah. Although I think people do go there and they have, uh, you know, like air conditioned RVs and very, you know, sort of. Uh, just the accommodations the whole environment everything about it i mean the accommodations is certainly part of it sure and i know that some people come very sort of glammed out right Mm -hmm. and those people are considered uh posers yeah yeah but you know i'm is the impression i get is that if you show up in a big fancy rv you're not doing burning man uh correctly but it's interesting because some of the burning man uh, experiences require a lot of money to put on like I, I look at some of the structures that they have and it's ridiculous and i imagine it must have been hundreds of thousands of dollars pouring into something like that mm-hmm. so yeah i think they have they have sponsors that that help um i don't know just the 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 scale and the the epicness of burning man sure but so there's a my, fine what balance. i meant was like <clears throat> If, if if you're a rich person and mm. you show up at Burning Man in your big fancy sure. RV, yeah, other because people. you because you want to like slum it with the masses or whatever, mm. that would not be a uh, people would not respond well to that kind of attitude. Ultimately, I, I think Burning Man would be pretty open about it, and you know, like I imagine Paris Hilton would be traveling around, traipsing around. She's she's had pictures of her at Burning Man, and I don't know. I imagine people would be just like, oh, Paris Hilton. Um, some people might be a little put off by it, but I I don't know. Burning Man's supposed to be a fairly open and inclusive mindset. Are people maybe just too hot to care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are too hot. busy trying to d- survive <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to care about the, the famous people <laughs> what and, status you are. At they start Burning all Man. their all the people that are that are all they're thinking is water. If shit goes water. If shit That's goes, all they're thinking. If shit goes down, oh, Paris I'm taking have water. that place out. I, <laughs> right. They've got water. I can see those. <laughs> those those people will be the first to get the guillotine. <laughs> You'd be surprised because there's actually uh, there is a um, like a sauna out at Burning Man. There's a camp that that puts on this this big sauna that uh, like a dozen people can get in at a time, and people line up for this thing. A friend of mine, like he was like, "Oh, you gotta go try this out," and I'm like, "A sauna in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. during the day." You know, I thought I would, I, I would try to be open-minded. I tried to be very, you know, sort of like experiential. Let's try it at least once. 
we waited in line. We, you know, we, we took off our shoes. We, we, we showered ourselves down. We got in and it was exactly like you would think it is. It's hot. It's sweaty. It's, uh, it's oppressive. It's musty. Sauna. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all of those things outside. Yeah. That's what a sauna that is, is. It felt magnified in there. I, I, it felt, yeah. Felt what is very, what is the appeal of that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But people really enjoyed that, and and I got out of there. And I was I I was thinking to myself, you just, <laughs> you just, it's okay. Maybe there's maybe there's a different experience that will come after a little bit of soaking. You were thinking you'd see your spirit animal. Yeah, or I don't something. know. I, yeah, this I, is some I, ayahuasca <laughs> bullshit. It uh, that's what it felt like. I just I just. I could not wait until I could get out and, yeah. and get that fresh, clean air. Yeah, when and you me- need something to distract yourself <laughs> from how uncomfortable you are at the it event. It bad. Make, make, yourself, make yourself more extremely uncomfortable. uncomfortable uh, and, and yeah. then- It'll make you feel, well, maybe it's the idea is that you'll, you'll appreciate the outside air <laughs> I did. Better. You walk out and you go, yeah. well, it's you know, cold it's outside. Nice outside. <laughs> I think I'll put on a jacket. There you go. <laughs> I, it's true. I start a fire. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're right. Uh, if that's the case, I don't know. Would I do that again? I don't think so. How many times? I just think have it's. I think it's not for me, man. To uh, Burning Man. What's that? How many times? I've been twice. Twice. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I haven't been back in a while. Uh, I do enjoy it. You know, there, there's 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 an interesting creativity there. There's an interesting spirit there, but uh, I don't. I don't think I need to go back every year. How much does it cost now to go? Oh my gosh, a lot of money, a few hundred bucks. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's it's. I think it's definitely a privileged experience. You know, there there there's some things that you have to have some amount of money to be able to to do. It's definitely changed since it. Well, I, 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 I've old, heard stories, you know, but I don't know. Days, I, I've only been was... two years, so I, I'm no expert on it. But when I went, I had a, I had a remarkable time. You know, I, it was, it was a, it, it felt like. Did you I, fuck anybody? No, 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 okay. no. But you, you do know. All trying the to drugs figure out where you're on far cycle. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, I, it was the, the sites out there are really visually interesting. You know, they're, they're just things that you wouldn't like, you know, you drive to work every day. You, you go have lunch, you go have dinner, you go home, you watch Netflix. You wouldn't see the things that you see at Burning Man just in normal life. And Mr. Fancy Pants over here eats, yes. eating lunch. <laughs> you don't eat lunch? <laughs> I guess I eat lunch sometimes. Not not Man, at the concentration. The reason I asked you that question mm. uh is because um I think that a significant percent of the reason why Arthur and Nathan <laughs> enjoy Burning Man yeah. is for the Sexual Hidden. slash nudical, sure. The hedonistic, uh, lascivious aspects of aspects it. of it. Sure, sure. I know that they go out there because they're like, "There's going to be a bunch of fucking naked women walking around." Yeah, sure. Yeah, and there is that. There is that. But uh, there is but that also... was not your motivation for being there. No, I wouldn't say it was my primary motivation. I I enjoy just the environment of it. Um, and I, I think if I was a lot younger, then I could totally be lost in that. Like I could totally get sucked up in that and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm going to Burning Man. You guys coming this year? Uh huh. 
but you know, I'm a little more, uh, I've, I've had a lot of cool life experiences and now I can appreciate like, you know, hanging out and having some drinks and <laughs> watching Star Trek with some friends. Yeah. So quick plot update. <laughs> I think the leader has a disease that prevents him from going to this planet where they all want to go because they don't allow people who have this virus uh, onto their planet. Uh-huh. So, and they've imprisoned him, I guess, in quarantine of some kind. Um, and the hippies are sort of rebelling, but in the only way they know how, which is to just stand around and groove, man. But well, they're bringing the... people to their side <laughs> yeah, by standing around. Yeah, yeah. Like the young people, people on the show. The young people on the show are like, "Fuck this Starfleet <laughs> bullshit." <laughs> I thought being on a starship was cool, but I didn't know I could sit around and, you know, strum a banjo. Is there, there's probably a, a name for that instrument somewhere that we're not doing. I'm this, sure there's a the Star Trek word sure for it. A hundred percent. It is crossbotar. <laughs> Pretty sure. Because none of us have seen this, it is kind of an interesting experience because I can't ask the usual questions that I would ask. <laughs> like, what is their whole philosophy? Are they just sort of like free love hippies and like, we'll or do they have some ulterior it. motive? That kind of reminds me of Will Hader. Or, so no. that guy in the middle, Sean started to tell us, uh, no. and then we got distracted. The guy with the orange hair, his name is Charles Napier. He is a sort of classic that guy character actor. He's, He's in all over the place. All of Jonathan Demme's movies. He's like, always I think famous Demme, for playing either cops or soldiers. I think he must be personal friends with jonathan demi because he's in every <laughs> yeah. jonathan demi movie just uh, just as sort of like sometimes just as a cameo sometimes as more he's... but in, in silence of the lambs <laughs> he in silence of the lambs he's the uh police officer who's guarding hannibal when cannibal's in the glass wow. cage towards the end that gets his uh, gets his face yeah. sliced off and replaced he's he's one of the cops in that scene He's, that are uh, guarding he's the 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 lead singer of the country band that chases the blues brothers around. <laughs> uh-huh. the, blues brothers. the good old boys. He's wow. the good old boys. Oh man, that's a good get. There's another you. Asian on the show, you guys. Yeah, Did you see a, that? He's a Sulu clone. I right never there. saw that before. They, they let him on once in a while. <laughs> yes. They need. They had a big crowd. They had to fill in with a very multicultural and diverse crowd. Yeah. This is what Star Trek is about, inclusivity, is, right here. This scene goes on a long, a long time. time. <laughs> still that guy was jamming out. And they and Spock and this guy have bonded a little bit because they both oh, are is, musicians. Is Spock going to play? Spock, yeah, Spock's yep. going to jam with and them. He's going to play the, <laughs> the wheel. circle, the wheel. <laughs> it's the hoop. She, she's the hoop bearer. <laughs> I mean, we did see Spock last episode. It's a hoop. The piano. It's a hoopala. That's what they call that. That guy's grooving, man. He's into it. He might have had a little too much of that uh, something, something. You know. You oh. think these guys? Uh, oh. oh, I poke I, you with my thumb. I, I didn't hate, know you could do that. I hate when my mom does that to me. It always Good gets thing me. There's only two buttons, <laughs> open and close. Did you see that? Yeah. One big green button and one big red button. That Scotty guy does totally not approve of the guys grooving out. Oh, no. Sulu! They're all Get into, into it. it. Not, not, not the on, other. Not Scotty. Not on Scotty's not watch. And not that uh, dude on the left. 
I don't even know what that position is. What what is he navigator? That's that's where Sulu's. No, that's you know Sulu yeah, is in his Chekhov position. Sits. Chekhov and, is the navigator. There you go. <laughs> now, wouldn't this be the perfect episode for uh, FMK? Or is it oh, too, too many, many choices? Too many. Too many, too many yeah, choices. Yeah. Well, How what about big ears, purple hair, big ears, and orange hair? Purple hair, hair, hair and orange hair. Orange. Oh, okay, damn. that's a good trim. Yeah. That's a good Purple trim. hair has some skills. Mm, well, there can only be three. The purple hair, the Charles big I say ear, you marry big ears. And big ears. <laughs> oh, no, wait. He's dying of some virus. No, you kill big ears. Because he's dying anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think you purple hair. Marry I think that. you marry you marry purple, purple, purple hair. hair. Yeah, he is so confident. He seems nice. You fuck the yeah. guy who playing the guitar. Yeah, and you fuck, he would, you fuck the, bow, he could play. the bow guitar. Yeah, it's always I think the we musicians. nailed that one, guys. Yeah. It's always the musician teamwork. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy we Hendrix. solved that problem, you guys. <laughs> Check it off the list. Solved. Yeah, there is no paradox in that one. So, I don't know. Is there, you haven't had Corrections Corner. Well, I was just about to ask. We didn't even do it yeah. last week because we were, we were having so engaged. such a good time that we didn't even get there we to go. it. I even forgot about my shot, the rest of my shot. Here well, it drink it right now while yeah. Jacob plays Co- the Corrections Corner jingle. Corrections <laughs> what was the last thing you said? <laughs> just gibberish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so these are corrections for, I have to turn on my light so I can see, section six, episode 69, the Tholian web. Section 31. Uh, So I wasn't here for this episode. Sadly Uh, missed. And you're doing corrections for it? That's, that's big of you, man. Yeah, I decided to, (laughs) I mean, I listened to it just out of morbid curiosity and then I was like, I guess I might as well do the corrections while (laughs) I'm sitting Did you end up enjoying the episode? Or it was Uh, cringy? No, no, no. No, I was kidding. You know, everybody was great. Um, but I just, it, here's the problem. I did these corrections like two weeks ago for the last tape session that I missed. So I kind of forgot what these notes are about. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you guys talked about the IMDB ratings for Game of Thrones versus Breaking Bad. Oh, that was, yeah, Philippe. Um, what about them? Game of Thrones' IMDb rating is a 9.4. Breaking Bad's IMDb rating, 9.5. Yeah. Just barely inched him out. Well, that was was, uh, Philippe's whole point was that all the Breaking Bad fans were all happy because the last season had dropped Game of Thrones one point below it. Hmm. Ah, well, he was right. But do you guys all, all love The Sopranos? How did The Sopranos score? I did not look at the Sopranos. I'd be man. curious. Next next episode, we'll, we'll come back to that. Why don't you look do it up? Something. Beep boop Yes, sir. Um, so this is where the notes are like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, I was just kidding. No, I, be happy like to it. look that up. Uh, yeah. That's well, gonna be our next know. T-shirt. <laughs> Why don't you do These notes don't. I don't even know what these are about. Game of Thrones finale and San Diego Comic Con. Toxic fandom. Uh, I don't know uh, what that's about. Whatever. But I can imagine. 
the toxic fans who hated the Game of Thrones. Oh, I know what it was about. It was about how the two creators of Game of Thrones D&D. skipped D&D, Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to appear and they were like, fuck this. Because they thought they, they were going to get, get a bunch of yeah. they, they, they were going to get a bunch of haters, oh. but apparently most of the cast was there and it and it went relatively fine. Everyone well, was they'll respectful. love the cast. Yeah, we, mean, everybody loves uh, the, yeah. the cast fault. But anyway, toxic fandom that was mm. the subject of that. There was also a little question about the the final episode of Lost and mm. whether that was any good or not. Um, and what it's IMDb. Oh, is this the is. episode where we talked about series finales or no? Because I was there for that one. Oh. Um, eight point two is the IMDb rating for the final episode the of Lost. Final episode of Lost. Yep, that's pretty high. That's good. Then I just wrote Solid Star Trek B- costumes. No idea what that note's about. <laughs> uh, then I wrote Spock and Bones restaurant. <laughs> you guys thought that it would be funny to open a Spock and Bones? Oh yeah, restaurant. Yes. Philippe thought that was a good idea. You would call it green eggs. And, and there ham. was a question as to whether or not that was would be legal or not. So just as the resident legal expert on this, no, you can't open a, a, a restaurant <laughs> called Spock and Bones. Even if, Even we, if we call it, really it spelled S-P-A-C-H-N-B-O-N-Z. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that still would not fly. Which reminded me of the bar in Hollywood that is Star Wars themed in quotes. Villainy and Scum It's called the Scum and Villainy Cantina. But they're not allowed to like explicitly say. Sure. So it looks like the cantina inside, supposedly. I've never been there. It but, does. And but it's they are not allowed to like say the word Star Wars. Right. But wow. uh, but how is the visual look not also copyrighted? And Disney wouldn't be all upset about that. Because it, I mean, it, you can do enough little changes that it's not exactly. If it's not exactly okay. the same, then mm. you can get away with it. Okay. It's more vaguely sci-fi themed than it is explicitly Star Wars. And they have other They're things. They're just right on that line. And other than just Star Wars, they have other nerd stuff. Like they've got a TARDIS yeah. in the back. And it's they, not like one for a month there they were all Game of Thrones out and they had a an Iron Throne. Yeah. But I think there. I think when they first started they opened as a Star Wars. Oh, star. it still is. The yeah. Game of Thrones thing was just for a for the for the series finale. Um there was some confusion about what class of ship the Enterprise is. I think it was Philippe who was like, I'd like to be on an Enterprise-class ship. Uh, the Enterprise is a Constitution-class starship. Nice. Uh, doesn't it change over the iterations? It does. Okay. But this this Enterprise this is, is a Constitution, constitution class. Like they upgrade it yeah, to a new class of vessel. <laughs> Of Wessel. Yeah, because the Enterprise <laughs> on Next Generation is Galaxy, galaxy class. Galaxy class, yeah. Love it. Oh, it's all sort of like uh, galactic, universal. So uh, uh, that brings us to the end of this week's Correction Corner. Awesome. I only had a few because Whoa. I wasn't, I wasn't there, it, so there wasn't a lot yeah. to... When you're talking about the theme restaurant, I, I for some reason had a flashback. Did you guys watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. No. There, there's a there's a point where they go to they a, go to a lot they, of theme restaurants. Yeah, they go show. to a they go to a, a steakhouse that's themed like with dinosaurs and stuff like uh-huh. Jurassic Park. Yeah, and and like so of course like Leslie makes the joke like I'll have my steak medium rar, and <laughs> and then the server goes like due to recent events we're no longer allowed to accept puns for for your cooking <laughs> temperature and she's like oh medium rare. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a good joke. Good one. 
This guy. What's this, happened to the crew up this here? This bald guy is reminding the, me of uh, Yul Brenner from the I King look, and I. I think sure. they blasted some kind of sonic thing through that knocked them all unconscious. Pure concentrated peace and love. They they got too high, guys. Right, Come on, right through it's their obvious their air vibrations. They just sang them into unconscious. Sing a song, song <laughs> a <laughs> sing. <laughs> Somehow sing these song. three are managing to get through it. Without passing out. Actually, when I hear songs from the 70s, I, it's sort of nostalgic for me. Like if I hear the Carpenters or... Uh, well, I would think it would be nostalgic yeah, since it's, it's sort of very sweet 40 years and, old. Yeah, you know. So I, I sort of like those moments, those random moments. I, I flash back to like my, I don't know, my brother's driving us somewhere to school. And you guys probably. were listening to the Carpenters? Yeah, yeah. He, he was a big... How gay uh, were you guys? I, we must have been the gayest. <laughs> Medium rar. <laughs> um, sorry to talk about Star Trek. Go but on. What 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 do they want? I I they want to go to this planet. Uh, okay, but I, he, I, I'm pretty sure that's right. But they won't let him because he has the virus. Okay, I don't, won't let him I don't know if that has anything. I don't. It, maybe he's right. The virus part, I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I saw. I him. can't vouch for that. I think there's some kind of. <laughs> I think there's some kind of health reason that they cannot go down to the planet that they want to go down to. That's why they were in the shuttle. They all have space herpes, I think. Is well, right. that would make sense. The dirty fucking hippies yeah. raw dogging each other. Stop saying raw dog, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Stop. That's that's a very uh, vulgar word so to Matt. Aggressive. Yeah. What would you prefer, Matt? I I don't almost nothing. I mean anything. <laughs> I just I would prefer silence at this point. I burned the, out. This medium <laughs> will not accept silence. No, Max. you're right. That's sorry. That was a bad idea. Yeah, please. How about Corrections Corner for episode seven? Let's do it. Plato's stepchildren. Oh yeah, we need it. Um, Sean told my story about going to see Star Trek Two with Blake. Uh, That's Matt's story, by the way, Sean. And Blake got mad at me because I can't not say the 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 words of Star Trek 2 out loud while I'm watching that movie. <laughs> it's like a physical compulsion. It's I have a really hard time because I know that movie basically <laughs> word for word. Should be entertaining uh, when we get to that episode. It's going to be a rough couple of episodes watching that one with me. <laughs> Just warning you. Now. How many times have you watched it now? I would say, I, it, I don't know, but I would say <laughs> that it, it, it is certainly the movie that I have seen the most in my life. Oh, wow. wow. Star Trek 2? Star Trek 2. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's good I, I think we, Matt and I have talked about this a few times about how, the, what's the difference between your favorite movie and the, and the best movie of all time, right? Because hmm. you might make a movie of the best movie, a list of the best movies. Yeah. And if you're a movie nerd, you're going to say Citizen Kane and Lawrence of Arabia and Singing in the Rain and Casablanca and the classics. Yeah. Right? But that is probably not your favorite yeah, movie. Right. True. If you're if the definition of favorite is the movie that you have like seen to watch the most times. Because those movies are exhausting. And that you continue to watch. <laughs> those are great movies, but you're not you probably don't sit down and watch Citizen no. Kane over and over and over again. So Only a very depressed person would watch Citizen Kane <laughs> over, so and if, over and over if again. If that's the definition like that of favorite then, yeah, star, it's got to be Star Trek 2 that I've seen more than any other movie. Wow. What would yours be? Uh, um. Honestly, I have to, I, hmm, I feel a little bad about it, but I really love The Matrix. 
That's a <laughs> totally respectable answer. If you listen to one of the last episodes, yeah, well, I, I will I defend the Matrix. Yeah. I really love it. They're, I defended the sequels last oh, few episodes well, ago. They're 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 in, they're good and interesting, but they're they don't they're not on the same level as the first Matrix. Do so you think the Matrix is the movie you've watched the most times? Of no, no, no. I I I don't think I've watched any movie the most times. Or if there is, well, I don't. there is there is a movie you've seen class. the most times. <laughs> That's, a, oh, that's all... an objective. Shut Don't try and up. fake news me. There's an objective <laughs> answer can, to that question. You could figure that out. That's math, <laughs> motherfucker. I tell you what, boys, I've seen a Knight's Tale a hell of a lot of times. What? Yeah. Is that Richard Gere? No, it's no. a Heath, <laughs> first Heath Ledger. No, it's the one with the cartoon mouse who goes. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse and Child. That no, that's Fivel. That's uh, American, no, American Tale. tale. <laughs> Night's Tale. What's a Night's? Oh, that's you. <laughs> Led- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, guys, I'm the. I thought you were a big Fivel fan. No. <laughs> Although I am. I mean, Night's Tale. Who doesn't love Fivel? Somewhere out there. That's Why Night's Tale? Uh, it was just like, oh, what's wrong with these people um, and their burns? That was oh, that the, must disease. Be the disease. They beamed them oh, the down. To, they beamed down to the planet. The Charles Napier died because he ate the poison fruit. This is literally an episode about. It's called the way to Eden. He ate the poisoned apple, and, and his character's dead. name is Adam. Mm. Oh man, it's a, lot of it's a pretty heavy-handed uh, episode. The last episode was also talking about Methuselah, which is sort of biblical, isn't it? Very sure. much well, so. He's yep. a character in the Bible. I'm That's glad we didn't mean. talk about all that Bible stuff. Well, Arthur wasn't here, so you gotta wait for. <laughs> I think he somehow can. He was somehow convinced that if he got to this planet and ate the fruit, it wouldn't kill him. It would heal him, I think. Yeah, uh-uh. would, that's what I mean. It would say it would like save him from what he was dying from. Yeah, just delusional, dude. But All somehow the, they had the power to knock everyone out and make the ship come here, and we skipped that. Part. Chekhov looks matter. happy though. Oh, it's Earth. <laughs> they all. Look so like I've Earth. heard Star Trek Two: A Knight's Tale. Uh, Matrix. Min, min is still computing. Matrix. I, I would uh, say Matrix. I'll just say like a close tie probably for a Knight's Tale. Center. Uh, wait, what is it called? It's been so long. <laughs> if you don't know the name of the movie, I know. How could uh, it possibly? No, be it's um. Is it Center Stage? The dance movie. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. With uh, who's in that? Is anybody in that? Um, who's who plays uh, Gamora? Oh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've seen that movie a lot for no good reason. Yeah. It, okay. But and you would continue to watch it. Yeah. In, it was the a future? good like getting high with buddies movie. Okay. Let's put it that way. For some reason, and so was the Ninth Tale. I would I would probably revise my answer because I would need something like with a little soul and spirit and love. <laughs> Wait, right? What does that have to do? It, there is one, which one mm. was it? it was, it's, it's a movie, man. Oh, just what? And then I would. I'm thinking now. I would maybe go with something like Big. You know, Tom Hanks. You've seen that one a lot, huh? Nah, I think I watched it a lot when I was younger. Sure. And there's just something sweet and enduring, and uh, but also. I don't know, yeah, life lessony about it. You know, yeah. he 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 learns to grow up, and I don't know. Tom Hanks that is, growing up sucks. Um, maybe, maybe. I suppose the the other one I had in mind was gonna be uh, what's that one? A, a beautiful life, but that's so sad and uh, 
The one with uh, the Italian Benigno. guy, Roberto mm-hmm. Benigni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How could yeah. you watch that more Jeez, than once? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, La- but it's so touching. It's it's really La Vita è Bella. It's 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 my my parents went through a very you know tough time with the Vietnam War, and and I I don't I don't personally have memories of it, but uh, I think for them they they you know that 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 affected them deeply and so they came over here and they you know they worked very hard so i just i don't know i i there's something real but also sort of like hopeful about that movie beautiful life it's sure very sad and very tragic okay. i suppose yeah, I like that movie, but I can't mm. imagine that, watching that's it. That's more you know, in like, like the best picture category. <laughs> yeah, I not can't the yeah, favorite. I just, I, I, <laughs> not favorite. I can't imagine clicking around on a Sunday Ooh, and being like, <laughs> life is beautiful <laughs> is on. And it just started. I'm catching it right at the beginning. Perfect timing. Let me get the popcorn. Quick, let me sit down. Oh, or, or, or settle in. Or alternatively, oh, they're already at the Settle in for a two and a half hour Holocaust comedy. <laughs> They're already where they the, all die in the end. They're already at the labor camp. I might as well just watch the rest. Yeah, I'm already halfway through. I might as well just. <sighs> all right, Sean. Star Wars, probably the first. Uh, yeah, New Hope. Four. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars or Greece, one of those two. Oh, Greece, that's pretty good. Greece, probably Star yeah. Wars. I've seen the most times. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> what if I said karate karate kid? Is that a bad sure? I, I would believe that. That's a good one. That would be a respectable I choice. Uh, I don't believe it though. I think that's a fake answer. Fake yeah. news. Fake news. <laughs> Let's just go with the Matrix and move on. Yeah, you could have said the Matrix and stopped. But I would. I. I. You, you know, would have been fine. Uh, yeah, but uh, it just it's it's mostly like an action movie. There there's sort of a, a love story, but it's I don't know. I don't know if it's ever. Really Really, truly heartfelt and grounded. So I wanted something a little more. You wanted something you know, with a little more soul. Yeah, a little more soul. There you go. All right. Well, Charlotte's Web. Oh, that's not bad. Babe. Yeah. If I could pick now, just listing if movies I, with if talking I could, animals. If I could pick one, the to, Muppet movie. To tell you, instead of telling you just the truth, I would probably pick like Die Hard or Aliens. Oh, yeah. Which I have seen lots and lots and lots of times, but. But not nearly as much as center stage. Uh, nope. <laughs> Aliens would for sure be on yeah. my what? list of top five movies that I've seen the most times. Yeah. I have seen that movie I, a lot. Aliens is my favorite movie of all time, I think. It's got some great liners in there. Like, quality-wise. I mean, How many times have you seen center stage? Ballpark it. Um, what the hell is center stage? Probably like 40 to 50. Wow. Uh, and Aliens? Um, probably like... Probably like fifteen ish. Oh, okay. So you just need to watch Aliens more. <laughs> <laughs> what is Center Stage? Get to work. It's that ballet movie he said he liked. Yeah, yeah. Center Stage. You we, were you not here when we talked about it? <laughs> Maybe I, this is warped, and there's a lot of people on the crew. It's like it's like the Enterprise. There are people walking on and off. You don't remember when we talked about what, it? You don't know what they're five doing minutes here. ago. I was you, in a teleporter incident. You don't know what their job uh, is. Sure you were. He was still trying to figure out his. He's like he was too busy. Yeah. Care- he was what calculating. Should I, what should I lie he, about this? He time was to buffering. Make look <laughs> he was buffering, <laughs> and he was not able to respond. I don't remember. To <laughs> Wait, speaking of forgetting, Sean, did you say yours? I did. Said Star Wars. Star okay, Wars. Star Wars episode. Star Tombstone, Wars or Greece? Tombstone. Ah, uh, okay. 
Tombstone would be pretty high on mine. Aliens would be high. A oh, higher no, on you would be. You'd say The Greatest Showman. I haven't seen it that many That's times. That's a good one. It's getting up there, though, for you. It'll probably, by the yeah. time I'm done, but <laughs> it's not up there yet. <laughs> it's going to be in... It's not. A, it's going to take a long time to catch wait, wait, up wait, to wait, it's Star in the Wars rotation. Above Greece. the Big Lebowski? What? Star Wars in Greece? Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I had... Three it's decades years of more, huh? time to more watch to watch it, it you, than I had the other two. The and dude embodies you. I've you? seen The Big Lebowski a number of times. Is it still your personal <laughs> favorite? No doubt about it. Is it a personal favorite still? That's or? still a personal favorite, yeah. sure. That's a good one. That sounds like you have other personal favorites, though. Like, it's not just number one. No, I didn't say it was number one. Hmm. Okay. I w- said it's Star Wars is number one. There you go. Like you say, I think Matt's right. The your favorite movie is the one you you've seen the most times. Yeah, and, yet, and that you would still watch if it yeah. was on. And yet yeah. here we are doing a Star Trek podcast. I said Star Trek too. I know. You know. Hmm. What do you I'm want? Interesting. There we can be can, dichotomies. The war, Star Wars, and the Star Trek nerds can can exist together. <laughs> That's what warped is all about. Yeah, bridging bridging yeah. those gaps <laughs> between the Star Wars we're bringing people together, man, and the Star yeah. Trek nerds. Unity, inclusion. There we go. Unless right. you're a right-wing Let's... asshole, in which case, stop listening. <laughs> Get out of here. Unsubscribe. We don't want your Patreon money. Well, we, we do, but we don't want we it do. if you don't. Feel free to be a Patreon. <laughs> you don't need to listen. <laughs> you don't need to listen. Just give us your money. Support the arts. Shall we wrap this up, Jess? Well, you got more oh. con- corrections? or uh, no? We do, but uh, I, can okay. do them. I can do them another Let's time. Let's do this, then. Should recommendations? I have two quick ones. Go ahead. Um, I watched this movie called Under the Silver Lake the other day. It's on Amazon Prime. It's The Big Lebowski, but, and I tweeted this online, not that anybody follows me on Twitter or listens to this, but it's like if The Big Lebowski, except the pot is not the kind that makes you fun and want to bowl. It's the kind that makes you paranoid and freaked (laughs) out. But it's the the exact same like it's about this slacker burnout, except it's Andrew Garfield instead of uh, you know, Jeff Bridges, the Spider-Man guy, right? Yeah, hmm. but he's like this burnout, and he's a stoner, and he meets this girl in his building, and he likes her, and then the next day she's vanished. So it's about him trying to figure out like what happened to his neighbor girl that he has a crush on. But he's a stoner. But he's a total stoner, and all of all of his investigations lead him nowhere. I mean, it is. It is very structurally similar to the Big Lebowski. That sounds like but that. like um, a paranoid millennial version of the Big Lebowski, as opposed to our relaxed Gen X Big Lebowski. <laughs> Did you guys see Brick? Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, one. that that sort of reminds me of that. Yeah, it's like, got yeah, it's got a little bit of that. Mm. It's got a lot of noir influence. It's a very mm. noiry thing. Mm. Did you see it? Not the one with Andrew Garfield, but Brick. No, I saw. I'm talking to Jake. Oh yeah, just just according to it, right? No, did no, you see? Did you see Under the Silver Lake? <laughs> I forward. haven't seen that one. No. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's good. <laughs> I have seen Brick though. Uh, and the other thing I'm watching is uh, this TV show that's on HBO called Years and Years. It's only six episodes long, uh, and it is um, amazing, but really hard to watch because it's about it's a B, it was a BBC show, I guess. It's the guy who did Doctor Who. Russell Davies is the guy who did it. Um, it's about this British family, and in and it 
in the opening scene, it's 2020. And you sort of meet all the different people in this family. And then a nuclear bomb goes off, like oh. uh, in like Taiwan or someplace. And then it skips ahead three years. And you see that Britain has become kind of a police state. And they're like jailing refugees and there but it's all set in our timeline so in the very first scene trump gets reelected, and then it goes from there and it's sort of like this dystopian sci-fi show about what could happen if donald trump continues to be president and how the world will sink into chaos and destruction if we allow that to happen. But it's all focused around the lives of this one family in Britain and like what they go through as all of these like global events are happening around them. Well, I would hope that there would be some sort of hopeful thread throughout. I that, have not that. gotten to the end yet. So, but the first three episodes were pretty fucking bleak <laughs> to the so, point that I was like, yeah. I have to stop watching yeah. this because it is bumming me out. Yeah, I was gonna say what what keeps you coming back to the to the well of this. I mean, it's really it's because it's really well done, and mm. you're curious, and you want to see what's gonna happen. But mm. it's depressing. It's good, like, but depressing is the review on yeah, that I one. I hope it's it's not like a Cassandra thing. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> mm. Anybody else got any recommendations for the week? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, uh, I, it's a it's a strange recommendation. Uh, I am into right now. I like listening to people doing actual plays of uh, them playing like tabletop role playing games, whether it's Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder or Starfinder or whatever. And I really enjoyed. Uh, you, you guys know Joe Mangan? Mangan? Yeah, Joe Manganiello. Yeah. Sorry, I, I butchered that. All right. Uh, but he apparently is a huge D&D oh, yeah. fan, yeah, and I was watching on YouTube some some streams of him playing D&D, and he is amazing. I love him. He's he just he, he's so passionate about it, and he's really great with his characters too. Him and uh, Deborah Ann Wall. So that's some, that's kind of like my ultimate dream goal right now is mm. to play with Joe Manganiello. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, right. That's my ultimate dream. That's it. Fantasy. Uh, uh, who else would you get together Number for that, one on that, the for list. that group, though? You, you, need, you can't just have one other player. You, uh, need, you need at uh, least four or I mean, five people. He plays with a bunch of p- interesting people. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, your, your dream celebrity uh, team. Like Patton Oswalt, probably. <gasps> That'd be really amazing. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast you listen no, no, to? No, no, no. No, no, no. If you were to get celebra- a celebrity... Maynard team together that you wanted to play with. Uh, but you said you watched something that oh, he played. Uh, he he played some D and D on like YouTube on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, some okay. videos of him playing with uh, the D and D crew. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. But but who would who else would you get on your uh, um, your Maynard team there? I don't know if they would necessarily be players. Mm. Like, but I just think of like great improvisers. I like think of like Ryan Styles and. Mm. Yeah, improvisers. Like that. yeah. That's what you want. Like Wayne sure. Brady. But but uh, I I don't know if they <laughs> they played D anD D before. It'd be interesting to to have them uh, dive into. But that, they though. would be good at the, the important the important line is it anyway? Yeah, the fun part of it they would nail. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. well, there you go, Joe Manganiello. Yeah. Great. Love so it. you recommend Joe Manganiello? Yeah, good go check him know. out playing some D anD D. He's a cool dude. All right, wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. And 
tune in again next week for episode 21 of season three, which I do not know the title of. Nice. But Jake will, Jake will edit it in. I want you, Jake, I want it to just go. The title Seamless. of next week episode will be, and I just want you, your voice to be like. <laughs> the Cloud Minders. He's a master at that. Uh, until then, my name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. And I'm Min Win. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Warped. If you like this episode, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash warped. Leave us a comment on social media. Find us on Instagram at warpthepodcast. We're on Facebook or on Twitter at Warped Trek. And you can follow Matt on Twitter at Host Warped. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, especially our away team members, Dax Shell and Ron Mason. 